0: Hello, hello, good morning, good evening, and good night. This is She Podcast, episode 357, if you can believe it. I am your co-host, Jessica Kupferman, with me, as always, the very bouncy Elsie Escobar. What is
1: up, everybody? How are you? How was your weekend? How was my weekend? How was it? I think it was pretty chill.
0: It was beautiful weather. On the East Coast. It was
1: nice. Although, you know, it started to get really rainy. So, yeah. you know what? No. Actually, Friday was great. And then Saturday and Sunday, it was nice in the morning. And then it was very cloudy and rainy for the rest of the time. Mm. Yeah. Jess, I have chairs. Mazel tov. What to are top. those ones? The ones that fold? Folding chairs? Oh, my God. Yeah, yes. That, that's what they are. Yeah. That's right. what they are. Folding. That's, yes. Yes. So I've got a couple of those for outside now. So I get to go outside and sit in my folding chairs. And so I put them facing each other so I can sit back and put my legs up on the other one. Always good. Yep. So I am really excited by that new addition <laughs> to our furniture in the house. Oh, oh, the folding chairs are in oh, the Oh no, house. no, sorry. In the house. That I use for outside. Okay, 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 got it. So yeah, sorry to not clarify I was going to say, that that seems
0: cheap, (laughs) for even for you. (laughs) So I went to go on Friday and had a strategy session with Rachel Baxter Cook, who was a speaker in 2019 and who will be a speaker again at this year's She Podcast Live. She does something called the CEO Collective, where she basically, she kind of just promotes you to CEO of your own business, which I mean, I already... Um, but like she gave me a strategy every month from now until the event, which is brilliant. Not just a strategy, but to do's what other people should be doing, what the goal is for that month. It's brilliant. So I just wanted to tell her, thank you so much for working with me on Friday. And also I encourage all of you to listen to her show, which is. Promote Yourself to CEO, the Promote Yourself to CEO podcast. So check that out. Yay. You also, it's really good. And she was very, very smart. And it was really fun. She has a beautiful space, which kind of in, encouraged me to like keep working on my own space because she makes beautiful content from her beautiful space. And that's what I would like to do as well. So
1: yeah, we Anyways, love it. Was good. I love her. We yeah. love that. Thank you so much,
0: Rachel. Yeah. And I spent the weekend in Virginia, Richmond, oh. Virginia, which, you know, they are the worst drivers in the United States. but also. I realized when you're in Virginia they have such a different accent like North Carolina where you live in Virginia is different like I had family in Virginia and like they call it Virginia it's Virginia oh. almost like you're drunk Virginia and my and my cousins lived on Edmundthorpe Drive which like when I kept saying it I was like that doesn't sound right cuz I'm not saying it with a Virginia accent it's Edmundthorpe Edmundthorpe Drive in Richmond Virginia Wow. I know. So like if you took everything where you live and you put a Carolina accent to it, I bet it would sound different. Just saying.
1: Oh my God. I don't need, I can barely tell the difference of how I speak versus other people, let alone how other people speak. You have so. no accent.
0: So. All right. I'm surprised you can't hear the difference between you and someone with a strong accent,
1: especially John. No, I, I can't. What Unless it's like an English accent. You know no, what but I mean? His is
0: like, like for example, he just said "mine" before this show. We were talking about something. He was, He said something that's "mine,", mine. but he says my, "Mayan." Mayan. Yeah. See, Mayan.
1: I hate my accent.
0: I have. I did. I never you can't even hear caught that. that. I'm surprised you can't hear that. It's probably because you're so conscious of how you sound that you don't have the luxury of hearing the ridiculousness of other people.
1: I think it has something to do with training your ear and being able to hear those. You know, when somebody tells you to pronounce a word in a different language, you hear them and then you pronounce it and you think you're pronouncing it correctly and they're like, uh, no. <laughs> and they tell you to pronounce it again and then you are like, what's still- the difference? I said what you said. Exactly. Yeah, and so yeah, you, because gotcha. you can't hear it because I I feel our, our ears are not attuned to those sounds and I think that that's, that's what true. happens with me where there are some things that I'm attuned to and not others things, so- that's probably true. I didn't understand. Um I also just got off a call where
0: I got to see the beginnings of our stage for She Podcast <gasps> Live Washington. And all I can say is it's going to be very glittery.
1: I love it because our artwork, we've already gotten some really I need to get an upgraded, updated, upgraded this. This thing?
0: Let me see. What do you got? That I have? Yes, you do.
1: And so I need to get the new art and I got to get another one done. And have it behind me because this is really pretty. And then I was thinking like, what if I have like a wall mm-hmm. of like all, all of the
0: different ones? Yeah. You know, I have the big circle purple vision of uh, of our girl in my basement and I was thinking of using it, but then we're going to get another one in gold. We're going to have another one. Yeah. Maybe you can have that one if you want it. Or maybe you can have my purple one. None of them have uh, uh, numbers, so they're interchangeable. Anyway, enough about that. Um also I just want to let you guys know since we're starting to record that John and I are supposed to have a tornado and the winds are starting to blow. Oh, okay. Just putting that out there in case I lose
1: so, power or internet. Right. If you disappear, there's yeah, that's why that's happening. Or if
0: he disappears, that's why. I don't know if you lose power a lot, John, but I do. They sent my son home today because yeah. we have tornado warnings. Which is well, yeah, because you don't want them there. If they're if one comes, we don't. First of all, that makes sense to me. We never have tornado warnings. We do. We have them a lot, but we don't. So, like, if we get one, we gotta get the fuck kind out of wherever we are. I think. No, you you disagree. My daughter says, "What do you go- where do you go if there's a tornado?" I said, "I think uh, yeah, never neverland.
1: You You're or already in the basement.
0: I, fo- I follow the yellow brick road to Oz. Where do I go when there's a tornado?
1: Oh, My gosh." You we guys. have no preparation
0: skills in the East Coast because we don't normally get them. By the time I got halfway there, the house would be gone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just have to go to your downstairs tub. Do you have a downstairs tub? Who has a downstairs tub? I don't know because you, I mean, I know you have one upstairs, but I wouldn't be up there. I don't know what to
0: do. I'm just going to hide under the table and pray. That's what I'll do. Oh my God. Anyway. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Um, Okay. So we have lots of news to cover. So let's yes. Let's let's go ahead and
1: get started first
0: with our news. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news.
1: Oh my goodness! So on May twenty, May twenty, on May (laughs) sixteenth.
0: (laughs) <laughs> That's today, by the way.
1: That would be today for those of you who are here. So you're getting this straight. You're getting the scoop. You're getting the scoop but for most of you, you'll get this on Friday. Apple Podcasts released something that they have dubbed delegated delivery. So it is Apple podcast delegated delivery. And so this is a new feature that will allow creators to upload, manage and distribute their premium audio through participating third party hosting providers. And it kind of reduces the operational tasks for podcast subscriptions so that creators can focus on making and marketing their work. So in order for you to understand what this is, I don't know if those of you who have all who already have a podcast podcast as in like you already launched and you're already in Apple Podcasts, it doesn't really matter to you at all because it's not going to affect you. This is primarily for people who are starting to launch their podcasts, right? So this is a really information that is important to podcast consultants, to podcast coaches that have been especially launch coaches that are going to be helping their new clients get their show into Apple Podcast. Before, what you needed to do was go to your podcast host and fill all that information out get at least one episode up. That includes maybe a promo episode just as a trailer or something. Then you had to go into Apple Podcasts Connect, create an Apple Podcast ID if you didn't have one, sign in there, make sure that you submit the RSS feed there, and then that's how everything connected. So you had to do all of these steps. But now with these partners that... Apple Podcast has launched with which are Acast, Art19, Blueberry, Buzzsprout, Libsyn, Omni Studio, and RSS.com. Those are their launch partners. Now with these folks, then what's going to happen is there's going to be uh, they're now using a way to connect with Apple Podcast so that you don't have to go to Apple Podcast Connect to do this. You will be able to do it within your the hosting providers that are participating in this. That said, none of this is in quote live as in your podcast provider has it all and it's ready. No, no, no. So they said that this is going to be in the fall is what they're saying when it's going to be available. So according Pretty to them, exciting, it says- though. It's pretty excited. It says delegated delivery will be available beginning this fall. And then even in the uh, information directly from Apple Podcasts, it says check the hosting providers page for updates because each podcast host is going to be able to do it however it is that they're going to be supporting it because this is now something that Apple and the these podcast hosts that they've mentioned are working together with. Slowly, I'm assuming more podcast hosts will be able to participate in this so that they can get their ducks in a row and all of that stuff. Now, the other thing that's really great about this, in addition to you publishing a new episode into Apple Podcasts in this new way, is that let's say you already have a podcast like She Podcasts, right? She Podcasts has a podcast and let's say Jess and I decide we want to do another show then what we can do is we can manage all of that also within Lipsyn, who is the host that we use, so that we can have that show be added to the Apple ID that it is set up on and all of that stuff. And let's say we create a premium content for she Podcasts. So now we don't have to go into Apple Podcasts, which is what you were supposed to do. The way that it's you're doing it right now is you have to go into Apple Podcasts Connect, And you have to upload your premium content there so that it's distributed to your RSS feed, not in your host. You have to go over there. But now with this, you are going to be able to do it from the podcast host so that you're going to be able to upload it there. Um, They're also supporting other kinds of files because when the premium subscription for Apple Podcasts was released, they could only support or they were, were requesting people upload their audio as a FLAC file, F-L-A-C. And that was the file that you needed to have as your final product to upload as your uh, special premium content. Whereas now they've expanded the types of files that they support and they actually support MP3s this time. So that's a good thing. Yay, yay. So that is... um, Yay, yay, yay news for everybody. And if you have any other questions, please check the link in the show notes. We have all the information from Apple in our show notes, as well as PR release from Lipson, And I will also um, link to a blog post on the Lipson blog as well. So that for those of you who are hosted on Lipson, you can have that information. I am sure that the rest of the podcast hosts that w- we mentioned here will also be posting their own informative information on their platform. So please keep an eye out for all of that for yourself. Woohoo! Yay! Thank you. Woohoo! Let's go ahead, Jess. You said let's cover. You said something. Let's.
0: Yeah, I wanted to talk about the discontinuation of the iPod after 21 years. Oh my God. Apple has announced it is discontinuing its music player, the iPod Touch, bringing an end to a device that has been widely praised for revolutionizing how people listen to music. There's no denying that, right? Nope. When it was first launched in 2001, it could store a thousand tracks. Today, there are more than 90 million songs on Apple's streaming service. The oh. iPod Touch was designed by the same team that later invented the iPhone, which quickly overshadowed the iPod because. We can make phone calls. (laughs) Apple, (laughs) and who else? What else could you need from a phone besides being able to listen to music? Anyway, they last updated the iPod in 2019. There have been various models over the years, including the Nano and the Shuffle, but the Touch in 2007 is the last model to be discontinued, and they will be (gasps) available to buy Why Stocks Last. Now, let's forget the rest of this for a minute, and let me just tell you guys this, those of you who are listening. If you are a parent... And your child wants a phone, which whose child does not want an iPhone, run out and get one of these iPods right now. Because if you have Wi-Fi, it is the same thing for $200. They can have all the apps. They can listen to music. They can watch television. I just spent a five-hour car ride with my son who has one. He played Sonic. He watched Disney. He took a thousand pictures of himself. Yeah, uh, he was very entertained for that car trip. And it's very inexpensive. You don't have to give your kid an older phone. Just saying if they're nudging you and you don't know what to do, run and get an iPod before they are gone, because it is the best solution. Trust me. You can have all kinds of kids like, you know, like they can't buy anything without your permission. They can't download stuff without your help. But um, OK, let me go back to the article now. I just wanted to put that in there. Uh, <laughs> Apple's not paying me. I just think it's a brilliant idea. I'm smart. Listen to me. OK. So, where were we? iPod fans have taken to social media to share their thoughts on the news and memories connected to the device. It's the most innovative product of our lifetimes. It changed the way we communicate, function, and collaborate. It was not first in its class, but it was definitely the most efficient. Heck of a run, iPod. First model was revealed by Apple boss Steve Jobs in a typical Apple style in 2001 with much fanfare, anticipation, jeans, and a black turtleneck. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There have been rumors the company was going to announce a new music player, and the hint was it's not a Mac. I mean, I don't know where. uh, It's not like when Kennedy was shot, right? Like, I don't know where I was when it was announced, and I don't recall having one for a while after they were out. I think my first one that I got was 2006, and I won it in a contest, and it was color, but it did have the dial, you know, where you had to, like, in order to get a song, you had to yep. dial it up with the round part. But you could,
1: could you watch color TV on it?
0: Not well. If you could, it
1: wasn't. Yeah, you know, you know, it was a video. You could watch great. not TV. It wasn't TV. You could watch videos. And you can you watch, watch color videos but, videos. but you would have to download
0: them from somewhere else and then yes. upload them through iTunes. Yes. It wasn't like you could just go to YouTube. You couldn't.
1: Correct. But yeah, do you have any feelings about the end of an era, the iPod era? I have all the feelings. It's why I have it in there. But it's not necessarily because of the, like, I don't think there's been any coverage of this other than The Verge. The Verge covered it from this angle, maybe just a little bit. But Mm -hmm. I would not have the career that I have right now without an iPod. Me too. I literally could trace everything back to me getting an iPod on December 2005 And it's when I discovered podcasts and it fundamentally changed my life, like my trajectory, like how I, like what I'm doing right now would not be because of that. Because at that time I didn't have me, like I was not a music listener on my iPod. That's not why why I used it. I used it to listen to podcasts. So I would subscribe to podcast. I would listen to podcast. I would travel listening to podcasts. Um, And I also, arguably I said this on Twitter that we wouldn't have the industry that we have without the iPod. I'm getting a little choked up actually to push this forward. And all honesty, I don't think podcasting would be where it was or it is now without iPod and iTunes as part of the equation there to be able to really, that's really what supported the industry in true honesty. I still have my iPod with me. I wish we had a device that was sort of like that. I understand why podcasts. I mean, excuse me. You do. It's why. our iPhone. No, no, no. Like that doesn't have anything else. That it's just podcast and just music with nothing oh. else. No apps. No nothing. That's
0: an individual decision, I think.
1: But they're not going to have it. And I mean, I yeah, actually, I really love it. I don't. I honestly don't think that we could be where we are now in podcasting without the iPod.
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It saved my life that year, 2006, when I had one. um, Because I really hated my job. I really hated my boss. And listening to podcasts was the only thing that kept me from jumping out of the goddamn 30-story window that I was working at. Uh, It was the only thing to keep me. It kept me from feeling lonely. It kept me from feeling ostracized. It kept me from feeling, I guess, picked on by my boss. Like, it saved my life. And I mean, winning one... Was also so exciting because I didn't know that many people that had one then because it was so new still. Even though it was five years after, maybe it was two thousand three. It doesn't matter. I mean, I can't, I cannot trace this career back to that because at the time I was learning to be a graphic designer, and it wasn't until much later that I got into podcasting for myself. But I did learn how to be a graphic designer from. There was a podcast that was teaching me what to do and how to deal with clients and how to get clients and mm-hmm. what to put in my contract. Like all of that was so helpful. So yeah, it was the end of a very important era. The iPod it changed everything. It made everything digital, made everything teeny tiny. No more mm-hmm. CDs, no more cassette tapes, no more vinyl. That seems to be making a comeback, and um, it's brilliant. It changed the way people exercise. It changed travel, everything. everything. Yeah. yeah,
1: I remember it was fundamentally goodbye, goodbye iPod. It's crazy. <laughs> I miss it fundamentally you so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> But now we have, now we have the, you know, our little device. I mean, now everybody knows how to do all the things. But even then, Jess, it really helped people make the jump into downloading things, right? Because that was not a usual behavior for online. It was a little convoluted. It was also really a little bit on the scary side, meaning when somebody asked you to download something, it was like, what if it's scary? What if it's like some kind of weird virus? Um, Because that was a lot of conversation back in the day was when you were downloading viruses and there was something happening in your computer and whatever, Mm -hmm. even though obviously the Mac had that going for it, that it wasn't as susceptible as PCs were. But this helped us understand downloading media in a way that we could start to infuse it into the culture whereas it was a novel thing to do at that time but now it's the thing to do right it's it's there's nothing else like what are you going to do right you I just
0: wonder like what our grandchildren are going to think about the word podcasting because the whole point of it was iPod broadcast podcast so like if there's no more ipod are we gonna start reading those articles again about how we need to change the word from podcasting to something else because it's no longer there's no longer
1: any pods there are a few articles that i think the verge article on that addresses that question and i think that now it's what's the answer the word has now language if you will has taken on its meaning it's sort of it's it's true. sort of like Kleenex now, even though if you don't have a Kleenex, you're still calling it Kleenex.
0: That's true. It, it has branded itself into being an object. Yes. Because the brand is so strong. I get that. But I'm just saying like, like I had to explain the word uh, iPod the other day. And I don't even know where the pod part comes from without the podcast. But Isaac asked me yesterday, why is it called an iPod? And I was like, fuck if I know.
1: At the time, though, Apple ev- called everything with an I. Everything had I in pod front of it. is interesting. Why? I wonder why they because chose it was a little pod. pod. It was
0: a little tiny. Yeah, it was a little pod. pod.
1: Yeah, it was a little pod. It was like iPod, right? And everything iMac, like all of the. Oh no, I, I know that phone. part.
0: Yeah, iPhone. Yeah. So just interesting. It'll it has changed our culture. I hate for the pod part to go away because I like the word podcast, and I don't want to be called a digital media streamer because it's dumb. No, they're not.
1: They're not going to change it because, like I said, the language. They, has, we get to
0: decide what we say. Who's they? We're acting like somebody else makes all the calls.
1: <laughs> we make the calls. God damn it. That society <laughs> is the one that's going to ultimately do it. And now it's too embedded into our culture for it to go away because the device went away. In fact, there's a few people that probably don't even know what an iPod touch is, especially the younger generation. They don't even know. They're just getting. How the young iPhones. are you talking
0: about? Like your kids?
1: Yeah, I don't think my kids know there's an iPod touch.
0: Yeah, my kids know. But that's because my two older kids are older and because my right. younger one has one. Otherwise he wouldn't know.
1: Otherwise he wouldn't know. Correct. He would just think it's an iPhone.
0: He does call it his phone, even though it's not. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's not gonna be like, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't say iPod. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, so we have something else to tell you about, and then Elsie's gonna tell you about something cool she did. But before we do that, the next thing we want to tell you about is the International Women's Podcast Festival coming up on June 18th. Woohoo! Content is queen.com is presenting the Women's Podcast Festival, a one-day event in London that unites the global community of female innovators and leaders in podcasting, audio, and radio. So please sign up and check it out. It's going to be super awesome. The website is festival.contentisqueen.org. Um, And they have some very nice speakers, very nice sponsors. Um, It's created so attendees from every background can see themselves represented, including people of color, LGBTQIA+, people with disabilities, young professionals, newcomers, and parents and older attendees. However you identify, you belong here. So come and connect, create, collaborate at the International Women's Podcast Festival. It's super exciting. We met the planner I don't know what to call her, founder, but last week, and she is amazing, and we love her so much. So she we, is
1: amazing. She really is.
0: Yeah. So we would love for you to, by the way, she planned this mostly pregnant, and then also through her three-month, Her she only has a three-month-old kid. It's She's incredible. Anyway, festival.contentisqueen.org. And now, Elsie, to tell you about all the cool shit she's been doing.
1: Well, before I tell you about the cool, like, super cool shit, I, chit. <laughs> The cool, the cool, cool, the, shit. cool shit. the cool chit. The <laughs> cool chit. I just wanted to share with you. Um, we got some feedback to the feed, and it came oh. from Eric Hoffner, who is the um, you know producer of Manga Bay's podcasts, which are uh, environmental type podcasts where he has some of these incredible conversations. And what he did, he told us that he did a little bit of a a really quick calculation on sharing his men to women guest ratio on his podcast. And he did a whole entire chart of it and he showed that he was a little bit more skewed towards um, women. And it's, it's really neat. And he actually wanted us to talk about it a little bit because he thought it would have been, it would be really good for everybody to do their own audit, their own audit to be able to see what that is um, because he, he mentioned here, hold on, he goes, quote, this is an email he sent over. He said, quote, in publishing, media outlets regularly publish results of surveys of their own published articles to show how diverse the voices are, that they feature bylines and also sources who are quoted. So that's what made me think of doing this. If other podcasters want to do the same and don't do so already... Um, send me a link that to any that do. It would be interesting to see. And so that is, I think it's a great idea. So if you would like to, um, if you're listening and you happen to have an interview show or you're featuring people on, in your show and you're not very specifically like, you know, with She Podcast, we would probably, like we are not going to do like a gender parody thing for like She Podcast Live because the whole point is to not, <laughs> Right. Every time you
0: say parody, by the way, every time you say parody, I have to reconvince myself that it's not parody like a joke.
1: Oh, parody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like when I read it, I know what you're talking about. When you say gender parody, I think I bet it's funny every time. Oh, my God.
1: It tricks me every
0: time. Don't get tricked.
1: So but if you guys want to check it out, I'll I'll actually put a link to the tweet that he put out in case you want to join in the conversation because it was really, really nice. Um, I was also featured on the show PodChat. Danny had me on his show and he did a really lovely job on his interview with me. I'm going to have, again, the link in the show notes of that conversation in there. He's a wonderful, very low-key interviewee and he asked me some really powerful questions around diversity and what I feel uh, the podcasting space needs but also he said some really nice things about me.
0: <laughs> I like. The well, first... you gotta love that. That alone you should listen for because, because I don't know about you, but all I need is a compliment and I'm on the table.
1: I know. Look at this. Like the first you don't even part... have
0: to take me out to dinner. Just a little flattery will get you everything you want.
1: It's yeah. So in the link, like I went over to the website and the first sentence says Elsie Escobar is a leading light. In the podcasting <laughs> space. And you're like, tingle, 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 yeah, tingle. I, I know. I want to be a leading light. <laughs> uh, I like leading light. Elsie, is your love language um, are, uh, words of praise? Probably. Yeah, I think that that's is it. Is it one of them? Definitely not present. Not presents and no time together. Like, time together and presents just go I know, away. you give
0: zero fucks about time together because we're yep. best friends and we've seen each other in person like 10 times.
1: Yeah, I am not a fan of that. I'm also not a fan of, like, you cannot win me over with presents. It does not. I'm like, thanks, dude, but... Mm.
0: Hold on. I've won you over with presents. But are you saying
1: I have not? <laughs> you win me over with yourself, Jess, because I love and adore you. But also you. green Uggs. Oh, also, green Uggs. Present. Okay, yes, green Uggs, green Uggs, and makeup, was, and makeup. What about the Game you of Thrones me some, makeup? That was good. But I'm like, you know, but, no, that's but you don't just, love me because of that. Yeah, I don't I love you because you give me presents. I mean, no, I know, it's now. an extra. you don't feel loved because I give you things. Is what correct? You're saying. Yes, this is it. Yes, yes. It's because
0: I tell you that you're a a light <laughs> in the industry. Ethereal Dude, and magical seriously. like a unicorn.
1: Listen, if you ever said something like that, I would like literally be like, What is wrong with you, Jess? <laughs> that's not the you're not the first person to tell me that. I know that you love me, but that's not the words that you would use me to describe. No, it's me. not. I would not call someone a light. No. But I sunshine, be a light. yes.
0: But you sunshine. are a sunshine.
1: Sunshine. I would say
0: sunshine. Yeah.
1: Sunshine. Yeah, light. I'm a light. But anyway, I, I, yes. Go check that out. And then I want um those of you who you're probably going to hear this episode, but right the day before, I'm going to be at PodWork, which is the podcast network conferences conference on May 21st. There will be a link in the show notes, and so sign up for that entire thing if you want to um check it out. So,
0: yay yay oh my god Elsie's everywhere 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 okay what else do we want to talk we want to talk about
1: like so i i did work on a video everybody yeah that's, uh, we just yeah. released it it was um podcasting for under a hundred dollars and that's sort of like a little bit of an a little bit of an insight into what i'm going to be doing this week which so just how are they going to watch it afterwards my podcasting on a budget
0: so yeah, so this week we're doing Tech on a Budget Wednesday night and afterwards I have not decided. I think the replay okay. will be up for a little while and then it will be in the membership. So if you want to see the replay and you can't make it, go to com slash join and uh, join the membership so you can see all of the recordings, etc. Yeah, Um, from all the stuff that we're going to be doing, I just we're gonna be doing a lot of stuff. But this is good. Tech on a budget is going to be great. Elsie's teaching it. And it'll be part of our membership after, say, 48 hours.
1: All right. And so you might have missed it already when you're listening to this, but it might you know what, we should keep it up. Let's keep it up till Saturday. How about that Saturday evening? Is that okay? Because this goes live on Friday.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. By the time you hear it. Yeah. You'll have like one more day. Just join the membership. Do we have to make... You know what? If you're listening to this and you're not live, just go to the membership if you want to see it. Oh, okay. Okay? podcast. I'm not saying we won't have it up. You can look there first. But you know, yeah. in case you're listening way later than Friday the 19th, then that's what you should do.
1: All right. And if you want to see the type of content that I'll be putting into our membership... Yes, you can check exactly. out the video, which is that under $100 video. It's about it's a 13 minute video. But I go through everything that you need, especially if you're starting a podcast. This is something that maybe you can share with your friends as well that they're starting out because I distill everything into this, the least like, the you know, the smallest thing. But for the tech on a budget uh, stuff, I'm going to go deeper into all of this stuff. You know, whenever you create YouTube videos, you have to be so succinct and I don't have to be that specific for the webinar. I mean, I will be more specific, but not like the end. You know what I mean? There'll be a lot more than. Right, uh, right, right one thing because this was also getting everything under a hundred dollars the entire like the entire podcasting thing for under a hundred dollars not like one thing for under a hundred but um Mm -hmm. for tech on a budget i will be talking about from free so literally tech for free to how to move up and be able to scale up and invest more money and when you need to do that and things like that so
0: well you know what my ex says if it's free, it's for me. Okay. That's what my ex-husband always used to say. If it's free, it's for me. But yeah, if you guys need tech for free, Elsie oh is one of the few people that can tell you how to get something good that you don't yes. have to pay for. In other words, if it's not your mic, then it's your, then it's your processing. If it's not your processing, yes. it's your hosting. If it's not your hosting, it's something else. But if you need free and it's for you, like it's for me. <laughs> Then come t- then, then then come, come talk to Tech on a budget. Come talk to oh me. My yeah, God. her,
1: her, her. That was that was bad. Crazy. Sorry, but funny. Anyway, but, but, funny. Bad. but, but bad. Yes, funny, but yes, funny, funny but, but bad. Funny. No, funny but not, no, funny. Okay. not funny. Okay, um, okay. Which thing now, Elsie, Elsie Lee? I think we've covered all the things that I had here. Unless you want to talk about something I that's can't coming. It. You know, there is something that I have not spoken about just a bit to you because. I've been working very, very hard on this and I don't even know how to begin to have this conversation truly because it sounds juicy. I know it has single handedly shifted my workflow. Oh boy. I do have a good workflow chat. I don't know. Yes. When I don't know what I would do without this now, let's, let's put it this way. And it is the answer to most of my prayers have been answered by this one thing. And I have been diligently learning everything I can, because that's who I am, for over a year now. And I've been consistently using this system for over a year now. And, oh my um, God.
0: The, the I know. The anticipation is killing me right now.
1: I know, but it's very hard to Oh, and so she and, draws it out. Okay. So I draw it out. Well, it's called, listen, my... Number one app that I live in all day every day is called Obsidian.
0: Oh, I my am gosh. going to okay. Here we go.
1: I'm gonna put it in the chat for you all, but you have to understand that I have been working in this now for I would say I think I started using it. You've been using it during a the pandemic. Long
0: time. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited yeah, that you're talking about. Yeah, since
1: March, this. March or April. 2020 and one of the key things that it does is that it connects like there's linking within notes inside of it and so you can link your thoughts to other notes and there are there's tagging systems and categories and everything works off of markdown which is the language my love language online which is what I've been writing in since my god I can't even tell you when I started I think 20 2009 I started writing in Markdown 2011 somewhere around there because it was the easiest way for me to get done get this this is how far long it's been I used to have to type my blog post for Libsyn back in the day while I was nursing my children while I was laying down in bed with one thumb oh my god one thumb. And so the way that I would create the blog post with the one thumb is because I wrote in Markdown because what would happen is I would email the blog post in Markdown so that I, I can, when I did get to the computer, I had it in Markdown and I could change it to HTML really quickly and I didn't have to format the blog. It was done. That's how I used to work. like in With one thumb on the thing and I could do everything that mm. way. So now Obsidian is... The magic of Obsidian is not... Oh my God, it does everything. It does everything, but it does it does everything with plugins. So every it's open source. So the magic of it is that everybody's writing solutions to a problem that you might want to solve. And oh so there's God, plugins dude. that have been added on there and there's like, you can do this um, sort of very minimal coding, if you will. Like I've started to learn how to code, because you can add this little thing at the top of the page where it runs all kinds of things. So as of now, I have like a daily note where I have all of my to-dos that update magically because I have a little piece of code on the page and it just updates and it delivers the things that I have to do that day. And then if I want to say, let's say, Jessica, I have something that I need to talk to with you about. and And I'm like walking around and I'm like, Oh my God, I have to talk to Jess about, I don't know, about what flowers we're going to have at She Podcast Live. And so, and let's say you're busy. And so what I do is I go into my daily note, like anywhere on Obsidian, really. It doesn't even have to be a specific place. And I can just type in, talk to Jess about the flowers. And I just have to put hashtag in front of Jess. And I have a little, a little, like it runs a little piece of code and then the next time that I talk to Jess, I can really quickly look at that and it pops up the things that I have to talk to Jess about. Oh my God. It is like... You're kidding me. It's amazing. It's amazing. There's so many things. That's where I write everything. It's where I have like all my meetings, everything links to each other. I'm still streamlining a lot of it because there's a lot. There's a lot.
0: Yeah, this is... I'm already behind you with the Ecam.
1: Now I got a whole nother thing that I got oh, but it does mind maps. It has mind maps. It has like I like you that. can do so it's got everything in it. So I essentially am building everything that I possibly could want inside of Obsidian. And but again, I've been studying like every night, you know how I relax every night. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. I I watch Obsidian tutorials on YouTube and it's just people sitting there going like, and now you get to do this and add the thing. And I just, I'm soaking it in. It's all Mm -hmm. soaking. I'm just like, wow, I'm so into it. I cannot even. So did you take everything that you had in Notion and import it into Obsidian? I have not touched the Notion stuff because there's a couple of things That in you know what obsidian doesn't do is collaboration. What it doesn't, it doesn't only for you. It's uh, yes, there are some maybe collaborative processes, but it's just my own. So, if it has to do with like sharing the database of our show notes, being able to do you know work with a team or something like that, it doesn't work in obsidian. So, it's just me. Okay, so that is one thing. So, I still need notion. For this it has themes to make it pretty absolutely you should see my i spent the so the last time that i i just did my stuff oh my god. i spent coloring my theme like you would not believe like everything
0: you can do day planning in here yeah oh my god everything pocket integration that's really interesting i'm glad you told me about it i'm excited to check it out yeah
1: it's it's know. deep it's deep
0: all right everybody oh okay well thank you guys so much for listening thank you for being here at she podcast the podcast go to ShePodcast.com or she dot for information on our event coming up october 11th through the 14th or dot which is how you can join us for one-on-one coaching and better more intimate community did i say intimate yeah intimate community and, and all kinds of fun tutorials and other things so thank you guys so much for listening again and for being here if you've been here with us live we love you mean it bye